if you're the kind of dad who says, I'm the tequila master, and I can drink as much of it as I want, and it won't affect me, and then they find you the next morning in the back of your hatchback with your head shaved and a tattoo of a unicorn on your butt, then this is the podcast for you. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating dad, wherever dad may be, whatever dad may do. Welcome to season number nine, episode number three, two parts bourbon, one part dad. Why are we saying that? Because we've got Yogi Mueller, who is the host and producer of The Bar Dad on YouTube. We are thrilled to talk with him, learn all about different drinks, how they're made, and also how... He came up with this little production, which is, I know, taking the drinking world by storm. My name is Adam D. Right now, it is my great pleasure to introduce my good friend and podcasting partner, the pina colada of podcast hosts, Coach Randy. Coach, how you doing? You make me laugh, Adam D. A tattoo of a unicorn on your butt. Well, that's a visual that will stick with you all week until the next episode. I gotta tell you, it is a... It's something that's going to stick with me quite. I mean, a unicorn. Yeah. Don't get inspired, please. <laughs> and and don't do more tequila. Yeah, no. And you think a, it can handle. Uh, you're very good. Adam, Dave, we're back in the den for another exciting episode. Uh, Yogi Mueller, this is going to be a great show. I, I mean, think you're going to enjoy it because, you know, you and I, our, our journey with enjoying drinks like bourbon. Yeah. And testing that, out different kinds of bourbons. This yeah. is right in that wheelhouse. Yes. And he's even going to talk about, I believe, he's going to talk about a very special bourbon drink that is indigenous to his native St. Louis, and I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll make it. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll get inspired and we'll make that. We can do do so much. It is just a, uh, uh, it's I'm excited. This is a, a different kind of person, and, and yeah. as you do, Adam. Uh, for those who don't know, Adam D. Uh, Adam D. has no problems walking up to random people and just starting a conversation and say, "Would you like to be on my podcast?" <laughs> and those who don't slap me. <laughs> You know, I think just, it means something else. It's just, it, and I think that's your ulterior motive. You're always out there looking for our next guest, uh, and so you go all of these places. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm real excited to see what uh, Yogi has to say. Learn a little bit about his name. You know, as a baseball fan. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I'm gonna have to ask him about his name. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but other than, how was your week? How was your my, week? My week was good. You know, a lot, lot happened here, so uh, we we couldn't resist. I took my 14 year old son, Aiden. To the cocaine bear, oh. because I'm a yeah. terrible father. I, I heard that. I and it heard was that, either, yes. do you want to do cocaine bear or quantum mania? And I'm her, ah, you know, quantum mania is going to be hard to follow, and it sounds like math and science. Yes. But cocaine bear, yes. everything you need to know about that movie is embedded in the title. And gotcha. boy, it did not disappoint. Did not. So we had a lot of fun seeing the cocaine bear. And I will tell you, if you're looking for kind of a mini review, mm-hmm. folks, if you're into gratuitous violence... If you're into criminal stupidity, yes. If you're into a buttload of cocaine, ah. just, you know, as, as a plot point, as, as a, a plot, plot point, point, nothing yes, more, yes, nothing more. And you like a good '80s rock soundtrack, okay. This is the movie for you. This is the movie for you. Yes, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. If you like, like the podcast, like, yeah, like yeah. our intro. Uh huh. So uh, we had a lot and, of fun with and? that. Yeah, hi, Marks. I'll probably have to see it again with my daughter because for, for whatever reason, this is going to probably be that consistent winner at the box office. Really? I, I think so. I think because of its uh, star quality and its uh, just the whole premise, I think people are curious. But it was, it was entertaining for a movie that mixes wildlife creatures with narcotics. Are, are you surprised how good it was? No, it was everything I expected it to be. And better? Uh, well, I think the '80s soundtrack probably was the, the cherry on top. Okay. Of again, just a of why and that's Carrie Russell from Felicity. I think this was Ray Liotta's last movie. Oh, it was yeah. his last movie. Yeah. It has um, uh, Alden Ehrenreich in it. Do you know who Alden Ehrenreich is? I don't think so, but I have a feeling you're going to share with me. He was uh, Han Solo in the Solo movie. Oh, he was the kid. Yes. So he's a young he Solo. He plays a very different kind of, well, I'd imagine so. kind of character. So, yeah, check that out. And then, so um, you're back in a movie theater. I, haven't, I was back in a movie theater. I haven't had a desire to go to the movies this, this in a long This went on for time. some reason. We needed to, we needed to see a, a CGI bear yeah. popped up on 41 kilos of coke 
in a it's movie. It's a true theater. story, though, which is really kind of funny. Very, very loosely based. From, yeah. from what I understand, the actual cocaine bear did like 30 kilos of cocaine and killed over. Oh, okay. This bear goes on a wild rampage, basically right. destroying everything in so, its So, as you would say, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Go check it out. You know, right. We'll go together. I promise <laughs> I won't whisper in your ear, oh, watch this, watch All this, right. All right. and check out this film. So we had that. That yes. was a uh, that was a highlight of the week. Uh, my daughter finally made a college decision. <laughs> yes. So my daughter is going to be going to Towson University. What an exciting moment. Just north of Baltimore. It has yeah. everything that she's looking for in a school. Um, when she made her final decision, she said there was nothing I disliked about Towson. It has a lot of majors, close to home, the kind of community that she's looking for. A lot of career opportunities in and around uh, the town of Towson yeah. or the city of Towson. So we're very pleased. Um, I kind of know round about what the price tag is, and it's yeah. always good kind of knowing going oh, in God. I, I don't, I'm how long you're going to be you. working for the rest you, of your I, life. That's the thing that scares me the most. Yeah. As a dad and everybody, the, the cost of colleges, and you know, we're encouraging Michaela you know, yeah. to look look past. And, that, and uh, I know Perry's been very uh, open, and but her experience has been great for Michaela. That's the piece that I just don't know how... It's scary because yeah. I, I know that the money we've saved in our little little bleak college fund yeah. is nowhere near no. going to come close. It'll it'll pay for maybe, like one maybe, one or two meals at the Chick Fil A at the students. That or, or maybe one semester of books. Yeah. You know, so that's a piece that I think a lot of those of us who are in the the, the middle realm of our uh, of the economy. Yeah. Uh, for me, that stresses me out the most is how much is that going to put you know me into debt? Because um, yeah. it's worth it. We do because we're dads. Yeah, we're parents. We're this is what we do. No, you know, we'll it figure is. it out. You know, so but uh, but you know, hunt for that financial aid, those scholarships, yes. those micro scholarships. They make a make a big difference. Um, you know, we talk about you know what are what are the edges? What are the ways to get your kids into school? I don't think my son is going to be a D one golfer. That you never know. You never know. I don't want to. Hey, I don't want to rush the failure. D two, D three. There's D three is fine. We just purchased uh, his new driver, Ooh. which um, I think was about as expensive as the entire kit the that I had first, gotten him. His very first one, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, you want to talk about setting back, but yes. you know, something that you really need yep. in order to perform at your best. Now, you're a and softball dad, I'm, and you I'm, spend, spend you know, tons of money. money on bats yes. and mitts and, and, and spikes and cleats and turf shoes. And yeah. that, and, from, and, and again, it's not so much the investment about going D1, it is uh, having speak in that world um it's just an investment in them to play better to get yeah. better uh and for me playing you know you're you do a lot of playing with with Aiden. Yeah, yeah. so your investment is because you, you know we uh we we know as dads that and this is my second time around with kids it's all about the memories uh it's all about the memories so yeah. uh you'll remember the times you spent golfing or being the daddy caddy i'll say well <laughs> aiden you are really striking the ball nicely with that 300 hundred dollar club exactly and that's Cheap, you know, I, I know. Driver that's a lot of standards. standards. That's a lot yeah. of standards. No, that is a, that's a great drive. That drive just cost me three hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? You get eighteen. And it's not out like of that it drive. pays for itself yeah. with every drive. You can't amortize it. Amortize no, it over no, the course no. of time. But it's all good, you know. Uh, it's good. To, good to see your kids thrive. <clears> so congratulations, congratulations yeah. on college. So now you have a college-bound student. I do. Officially, you and Michelle. Uh, it's gonna be quiet next year. A little, a little less quiet. A little less, a little quiet. less quiet. Yeah. I mean, because that's what we're thinking. Because uh, we're now, we're, uh, we're in the realm now. Michaela finished her ACT, and thank goodness yeah. that's in the past. Uh, we got softball starting. Yeah. I finished my umpire cadet training. I was going to ask you. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, you, now, whenever I talk to you about the, I ask you how is the umpiring go. Yeah. You always seem to resort back to the, the clothing, and the equipment. I say, how's the umpire? Well, I got the mask, yeah. I got the shoes, I got the shirt. I could show it to you Absolutely. later. I didn't ask. Yeah, no. It's, but you're volunteering to no, show me because, what you look like because, in umpire gear. You know, in 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 soft, I'm a softball umpire, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm doing softball over baseball. Yeah. Softball game is quicker, so softball umpires get paid the same as a baseball umpire, but a baseball game lasts approximately an hour longer than a softball. So you talk about your time. I can get more softball games in. Uh, the other, it's a faster paced game, but. You look like an umpire because you have to wear a chest protector, yeah. a mask, and shin guards, and everything else. I got plate shoes, so you look like if you're if you're a lacrosse official. Yeah. You, you know, there's what is it? You got a zebra shirt. Football yeah. official, a zebra shirt. Mm -hmm. Basketball, a zebra shirt. Yeah. 
as a you know hockey official, a little different. Yep. Because they got the skates and the helmet. Right. But for me as an umpire, I look like an umpire. You got to gear up. And you got to practice how you yeah. call an out. Yeah. yeah I mean, gotta, do, you, do you find it odd that you're like going to Starbucks in the ice cream parlor in full umpire well, gear? Well, what I think is they look at you and they say, hey, Blue, what can I get for you? Ah, okay. And that's like, that, they, you know, and then there's a, a conversation there's to a it. It's a mutual respect. It's a mutual respect. And you know what? Yeah. I look, I look pretty, uh, I look, I, I look rocked. I mean, I, the, the, the thing, you know, the, the, the shoulder pads, oh, yeah. I gotta tell you, I, I wear it well. And do you have Rocky. to wear that big black, um, barrier on your, no, no, that's, no, that, that's, that's from the 1970s. Right? That's 1970s. Oh, they're not doing that anymore. No, no, it's all, it's, yeah. it's all underneath your shirt. Everything's kept. Everything's, everything's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm going to start umpire. I'm looking, looking forward to that. Um, Girls are good. Kids are good. Um, I, as you know, my oldest is uh, engaged. Michaela's yeah. got her car. Yeah, we're she's just driving. Now I, she's driving. I, I, Randy, I couldn't help but notice. I know, I know, I know I this is coming I couldn't help but notice, I know this is coming. That there's, I know. Uh, there's some white scratches on my silver Subaru, which my daughter drives. It makes me wonder, is the white Nissan Sentra parking right next to my daughter's silver Subaru in the lot? And is... Uh, a little less care being taken when uh, passengers exit the car. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> accusing you or your family of anything. Yeah, no. I'm just saying that there are clues well, that I picked up on my vehicle. Yeah, and I can see that having dropped off my daughter and picked mm -hmm. her up numerous times. Actually, yeah. not picking her up. There are a lot of white vehicles in that parking mm -hmm. lot. So I can see where one might assume yeah. that it's from the 2018 Sentra from Michaela. But... Uh, Certainly, she's she's she gets there really early. Yeah, and she leaves here because uh, she likes to. They they call it the pull through. Oh yes, the, mm -hmm. the kids in school call it the pull through. Yeah, uh, where you start at one end and you pull through to the other side. Yeah, because you pull through because it's so hard to get out of that. You don't want to back out because you don't want to back out because yeah. then you're not leaving for 20, 25 Ooh, minutes. Yeah, uh, but I, I I happen to recall I think there was an incident between our daughters. Yes, just recently. Where uh, uh, I guess Michaela was, we had to switch cars. She was driving yeah. my car. We were getting a license bracket put on hers. Uh, and so Perry was planning on the pull through. Yes. And Michaela said, nay, nay, nay. Uh. And parked in the spot. And I guess did such a way, didn't acknowledge Perry, like, hey, sorry, listen, just did not show. And ran, ran off to her ran class. Ran off to her class. Yeah. And uh, I think Perry tried to call her out on it yeah. in text yes. a few moments later. And Perry got a response that said, oops, sorry, which I, I felt was a little, a little cavalier for Michaela. Give, give, you know? Especially someone who has uh, grown up together yeah, and traveled together. Like, oh, sorry, didn't mean to. Uh, and I, I think there's like a right there that you, you know that there's a pull through. And I think that she might have to learn the hard way what it means to uh, disrespect yeah. the pull through. Well, listen, okay. Well, well plenty, I'm lessons. sure there'll be plenty of plenty Life of adventures lessons. like this. So, <laughs> so I guess so. Both girls are driving, and that uh, well, huge turning points for for both. Oh, right. and one yeah. thing, Brianna was uh, recognized oh, yeah. as student of the month at Roosevelt. That's Middle amazing. School. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What and was her competition like? I'm always curious. <laughs> I don't know who the competition went, but here's yeah. the funny part. Not the funny part. It's your second time. Wow. She was nominated last year, and she got it this so year. So is she getting bored of being nominated? I don't like, think she's bored. Is she but, telling the rest of the students, but, you got to step it up? But now we have this internal fight because Michaela never stood of the month. Mm -hmm. Never. Mm -hmm. Brianna. So there's always this thing, oh, you care about Brianna more because yeah. of that. And well, there you go. She's twice. Now you know why Brianna's the she's favorite. She's twice. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Michaela. We love you. Absolutely. Oh, good stuff. So, a good week. Sounds yes. like it was mostly positive. Always positive. Yeah, we'll work out the driving stuff. Yeah. But we are very excited about our guest. His name is Yogi Mueller. He is the Bar Dad. And we're going to learn about that and his YouTube channel coming up right here on Bad to the Dad. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're gonna wanna have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. You wanna reach out to Idan, he is gonna take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516 730 4726 
or you can find him on Instagram at idan.realtor, that's I-D-A-N dot realtor on Instagram. Idan Karen from the Stan KT. You can't go wrong. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media, it's not only ubiquitous, but it's ever-present, and it's always out there. And if you're going to hop on the social media bandwagon, why not start now and make at bad to the dad your first social media friend. Follow us at bad to the dad. That's our handle on most social media platforms. So learn about upcoming guests, learn about podcasts that are uh, being launched into the podcast sphere from... Coach Randy and yours truly. Of course, we also have a website because you still got to have a good old fashioned website. Never thought I'd say that. www.badtothedad.com is where you can find us. Learn all about the podcast and our history. And if you prefer to download the podcast from that website, you can if you don't like going the Apple podcast or Spotify route. And we're an interactive podcast. Of course, you can email us at contact us at badtothedad.com or simply DM us on any of our social media platforms. Coach, you know, I I like to travel because when I travel, I get to meet people. And when I meet people, I get to talk to them, whether they want to talk to me or not. Sometimes this happens on an airplane. Sometimes this happens on a train. And every once in a while, I'm fortunate to go to a conference. And I get to meet people like Yogi Mueller, who is the Bardad. Hiya, Yogi. How are (laughs) you? Gentlemen, it is a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show today. Well, the, the pleasure is truly ours because we're going to learn a lot about what being a bar dad is all about. And maybe we're even going to learn about some some alcoholic drinks that uh, we were unfamiliar with. I know I've been a, a follower of the YouTube channel since we met and uh, been just just absolutely fascinated. But before we get into mm-hmm. the recipes for some of your, your fave drinks, I always like to kind of do a little bit of a warm up act. And, you know, Yogi, if... If you were uh, trapped, well, trapped maybe is not the right word, but if you were deserted on an island and could only have one libation or spirit or whatever you'd like to call it, what libation would that be? You know, I would I would probably say a good single malt scotch uh, or uh, a good small batch whiskey yeah. because there's probably some amazing sunsets on that on that little island and uh, every night pour yourself a little coconut full of uh single malt and just sit there and watch the sunset and uh you know there's there's water in scotch so there is some sustainment wow. there a little hydration, hydration a little hydrate little right and then uh uh yeah i'd say probably good single malt that's not a bad way to be deserted that's not a, that's not a choice how about, how about choice. you coach what would you, you know think? i was thinking though I would hope that I get those little tiki umbrellas yeah. and, you know, maybe go something like a rum. Okay. Uh, you know, and then you get some coconut water and then maybe if you're lucky, you might find a pineapple or two. That might not be bad, but, uh, you know, I like dark rum. Uh, I'm a bourbon guy, but I would think, you know, I can appreciate the scotch. Well, I didn't say that a whole Costco would be available. Well, <laughs> hey, the Kirkland scotch is actually pretty good. But that's right. There's, there'd be an, an abundance of fruit juices to mix with that rum on the island and that's what i'm thinking and of course if you're looking at sunsets yeah you gotta have some you have a little umbrella thing you do so i'm just i'm just throwing that out there for effect and ambiance absolutely yeah <laughs> now of course i didn't give anybody any rules about their favorite libation yeah. i just said if you had a libation yeah, yeah. you know of course what we're going to learn about today is that yeah the the aesthetics of survival are so important when you're oh, on an island right 100 percent, probably the most important thing <laughs> function and form as it were <laughs> So we're already having a good time with Yogi Mueller, who is the bar dad. And we highly recommend that you check out not only his Instagram account at the bar dad, but also the bar dad on YouTube, which is really where, you know, all the action takes place. And Yogi, uh, I know you started this in 2020. That's correct. What inspired you to kick off this bar dad channel? That's a great, it's a great question. And it's actually a fun story. You know, it was uh, just after we all thought we were going to die. <laughs> and uh you know my both of my kids were home for the longest spring break ever 
And, you know, we were sitting around uh, the house and pretty much uh, my daughter celebrated her 21st birthday in quarantine. But as you know, in Florida, liquor stores were considered essential business. So for her 21st birthday, I took her to Total Wine at Total Wine. Uh, <laughs> her, her, her enjoyment she was buying her first legal bottle of alcohol. So um, we were sitting around and she goes, you know, she says, you do a lot of work when I have friends over or, you know, other people, you always educate people at a bar. Like if you come in and says, I don't like scotch. I'm like, oh, bless your heart, sit down and, and put a flight out there and, and, and really teach them about the nuances of things uh, because they probably had a bad experience uh, and ended up in a bush and they never touched that alcohol again. So we, you know, kind of mix things up a little bit. She says, it would be great if you did a YouTube channel, YouTube show about educating people, especially younger illegal age drinking people how to adult illegal, or legal was that illegal legal legal, legal. Okay. well you only advocate legal age drinking uh in on this on this not channel barely legal either. not barely legal <laughs> absolutely very legal that that actually requires a monthly fee the barely legal uh you know uh but that, that that's another link um and uh and and, and how to adult at a bar because my my, my daughter uh, was finding when she goes to bar, she hears people do stupid stuff and say stupid things and ask stupid questions. And she says, educate them. So for months and months during quarantine, it was a family business where my, my daughter would do the camera. My youngest would, you know, shoot the camera. My, uh, my wife would allow me to do this. And then my daughter would edit it. Gotcha. And so uh, your target market are recently turned 21 year old individuals. Yeah. Uh, and had you know much about YouTubing before that? None, none. Uh, I mean, I, I I'm in a in a band and I posted some, you know, some some band things on on uh, the or some bands of the Token Fat Guys, and that's all I would do. I mean, I, I never considered this to be a vehicle other than just some sort of marketing arm of a local band. So, honestly. so you're 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 in a band. I am. What instrument do you play? Uh, well, none, uh, but I play uh, some guitar, some ukulele, and some harmonica. Okay, so, so you, you wear the instrument and... I do, yes. Yeah, and I have to tell people that when I'm playing the ukulele, it's it's uh -huh. not a full-size guitar because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger guy. And, um, and so you actually play the harmonica, like, like, a, like a Billy Joel song, you know? I actually, I think I play like five songs at harmonica and one of them is Piano Man, but I play hey, it on a guitar, cool. so it's it. weird. Yeah. So you, you decided to take, let your band career on the backseat and went full throttle on being an influencer on YouTube. Yeah, for a while. You know, we, we were producing a show a week. And then when real life started creeping back into our lives, you realize, man, it's, it's a lot of work being a YouTube star, right? And, uh, you know. I always joked I was chasing Kim Kardashian, but uh, hey, I just broke my 360 subscribers, so I'm on my way, you know. All right. He's a street level that's, influencer like us. That's you know, great. <laughs> uh, subscribers on Instagram. That's like a win. Just for make us. sure you got this move right here. You're pointing down and make sure you hit the subscribe button, that's right? right. Yeah. And like us. Yes, please like subscribe to Bad to the Dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, uh, you know, you know, Yogi, you bring up a good point in that it's, it's, um, it's taking a lot more sweat equity to produce oh. shows now that the world is coming back to reality, right? We're going back to work. Yeah. You know, kids have their various activities. Uh, we've heard about so many folks who started that side hustle or that hobby during the pandemic and then just called it quits. So what motivated you to at least keep this going on a semi-frequent basis? Family. You know, the fact that it was, it was germinated by family. It was, um, you know, even though I've got one child uh, up north and the other child somewhere in the Midwest, you know, we're still connected on the show. You know, they, they give me ideas. My my oldest still edits the, the program. So it really is a family endeavor. Uh, and, you know, a lot of my guests on the on the on this on the show are, are, are acquaintances or folks that I've met in the business and and a volunteer to come in. So it, it it's sometimes we have a studio audience, you know, so it it really is, is, is a fun just communal thing and i and i i enjoy it i i i maybe shoot an episode once every couple months uh the last time i shot an episode i shot three in one day and we were pretty wait lubricated by the end of the, of the <laughs> so just say, you shot three in one day and part of the part of the shooting is drinking right absolutely ah. but we but drink responsibly but what a what a fun way 
to go into overtime, right? If you're going <laughs> to work extra hard, you know, put in the extra shifts. Yeah. Put in the extra shifts with the kind of work that Yogi is doing. And that's, of course, so that's, the that, bar day. That's a sell. That's a sell. So you go beyond, right? You go the step beyond for your listeners and your watchers because you want to make sure that you ensure an authentic show. So you really go deep into this. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I learned after a while that uh, shoot the intros at the end of the shooting. <laughs> because they're a lot more fun than they were. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's you know, kind of funny. It, it's it's about you know the episodes are about the drink. For example, martinis, right? It's about we talk about the history of martini. What is a martini? Uh, and then we try a couple of them. And I give you my you know some of the shows that I did was the first time I've tasted that drink before. And I give you an honest kind of hey, this is what it tastes like, right? So um, I encourage everybody to try something at least once. Hmm. Uh, on the show consistently. And uh, because if you don't like it, well, great, just move on to something else. But don't tell me you don't like something or that, you know, or a whole line of, of, of booze like vodka or tequila. I, I don't like, no, 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 no. And, and I'm, I'm always telling people to, you know, part of the adulting at the bar, I, I, I do not advocate drinking for, um, to get inebriated. And, and I'm going to be doing an episode on these uh blackout rage gallons i don't know if you've all heard this yeah, it's, it's, it's called binge, it's called binge drinking they just binge 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 blackout binge yeah black and black that's it blackout uh rage gallons and uh, i do not advocate that i i drink and i encourage people to drink for what you like to taste and not for what it hits you in, in the back end well saint patrick's day is coming up and of course one of the most uh, famous and favorite mm -hmm. beverages is guinness yeah and guinness had this ad campaign where instead of saying drink responsibly, they said drink like a brewer. So drink to enjoy the craftsmanship or craftswomanship, as the case may be these days, of your drink of choice. And I love that. Go crazy. Yeah. So then I love that. As you we talk about responsible drinking, especially the young, you know, new drinkers, what is the craziest drink that you've I mean that you you put on here? You, I'm sure you've had lots of drinks. So what is like when you want like, whoa, this is I'm telling you folks, I've been drinking various types of drinks my whole life. This is the drink that, like that kind so, of one that knocks you think, over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great question, uh, Coach. My, um, I, I, I do a series called "What in the Bard at Hell," uh, and it's when <laughs> I hear uh, some interesting drinks. And my my children uh, uh, have gone and are going to Oklahoma City University. They're on the they're in the theater business. Very nice. And the 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 official drink of Oklahoma City is called a lunchbox. And it uh, was originated by this woman named Edna, who runs a, a or did, she passed, but she, Edna's Lunchbox was the name of the place. And it is literally an, a frosty cold beer mug, mm -hmm. a shot of Amaretto, mm -hmm. Coors Light, and orange juice. And I'm like, oh, hell, I got to try this, right? So in, in that episode of Bar Dad Hell, I, uh, I, I make it. And I've never, I never had it before. So I drank it live on, 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 on live on camera. Yeah. And it was amazing. And I've been to Oklahoma city many times uh, and to visit. And I'm always stopping at Edna's to have my uh, original lunch boxes uh, so there. What part amaretto? So literally what, what Edna's has done is they, they made literally beer mugs and they had a shot glass adhered oh. to the bottom of the cup okay. so they, the, and then saying. you fill the shot glass with uh amaretto and yeah. it has to be Coors Light right and, and uh so you fill that about three quarters of the way and you just top it with orange juice and you and you drink it like a shot so you don't sip it you you so take like it back almost like a boiler maker but with yeah that, yeah gotcha and I, it is fantastic yeah fantastic you, so you've that, done that yeah. on the on the bar dad and were you knocked yeah. off the rump at the end of production Yep. So I, I, I had to have a couple of them during the episode. They were that good. Um, wow. I did an I did an episode on uh, it's called um, oh, I'm, uh, I'm forgetting what the name of it was, but it's Guinness and Fireball. Oh, oh. not so good. That's good. Not, not, yeah, not, not so good. <laughs> what about what about the the rusty nail scotch and drambuie? I've had it. It's uh, it, it, it's interesting. You know, it's it, it, and again, I'm, I wouldn't order it on a regular basis. Uh, but I, I did try it and it's, you know, the, the drambuie is kind of almost like, uh, you know, the sweetener or a simple syrup yeah. or something in it. And, uh, it, it, it's scotch old fashioned, yeah. you know, and it was pretty good. They yeah. call that the rusty nail. That's yeah. the one that, that brought everything out of my stomach 
in my stomach, out of my stomach it, in my 21st birthday. Painful, yes. It's everything is advertised. I'll never forget kind of like that the one. cocaine bear. You exactly. Know, so, you know, know what but you like Yoki said, I tried it once. You tried it once. <laughs> and uh, and you live to tell the tale, which is extremely important. That that sounds very similar. Why I have never had any Southern comfort since I was uh, uh-huh. in college. <laughs> yeah. Forgettable. It's forgettable. Yeah. We're talking to Yogi Mueller. He is the bar dad, and he is the producer of this uh, amazing YouTube channel about the history of drinks, and he'll show you how to make them too with his friends and family. Now, Yogi is a native of St. Louis, now living in Orlando, and one of my favorite episodes is the St. Louis bourbon slushy, the St. Louis bourbon slushy. First time I had ever heard about it, and it combines two of my favorite things, bourbon and the slushy. And slushy. Although I think, you know, maybe the, the nomenclature is uh, a, a little bit romantic uh, for, for you know, what, what we're calling this drink. Uh, tell us a little bit about this. And was this a drink that you you knew about growing up in St. Oh, Louis? Yeah. You know, it's funny, it's funny that you use the word ubiquitous because bourbon slushes in any function growing up in st louis the bourbon slush was ubiquitous yeah uh and it it's basically bourbon orange juice heavy 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 strong unsweetened iced tea uh and lemonade and uh and you you mix it and you freeze it and it makes the most amazing slush now you could add you can add like sprite or or club soda to it to give it some fizz but I, i just spoon it Great out. So highly recommend doing it. Now, I found out later that this was, you can find this, this uh, variations of this bourbon slush other places, but it was as much a part of my growing up in St. Louis as, as being a Cardinals fan in the arch and, and toasted ravioli. Right. So oh. I'm going to amend my answer from the beginning of our time with Yogi. Uh-huh. I'm going with that drink on a yeah. desert island. I'm because it's hot, right? <laughs> oh, it's God, fruity, it's so good. right? Yeah. And it's got tea, which is good for you. Yeah. Lemons, allegedly, lemonade. Allegedly, with right? Tea, yeah. You can still put the umbrella on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going. Well, with. you know, summer is coming up yes. eventually, so I think we got to practice making them so you do. we can perfect our recipe for for the <laughs> summer. Yeah. And actually, in that episode, you eat toasted raviolis. We do. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, born and raised in St. Louis, and uh, you know, you can take the St. Louis and out of St. Louis, but you can't take uh, St. Louis out of the individual. And still a Cardinals fan, St. Louis Blues, and absolutely. Now, as you can notice, I'm, I'm a. There's a, a there's a little G on that, yep. that thing back Packers. there, Green Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I left St. Louis uh, in 1988 to go to college in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and that's the year the St. Louis Football Cardinals moved to Arizona. So I was a man uh, without a football team. So, uh, so you became a Packers twice team. twice over. Yes. Twice yeah, twice over. And, and uh, that city, nice and, and I'm married a Wisconsinite, so I'm pretty much stuck with the okay. Packers. So big fan. Nice. Yeah. You were talking about your, uh, you know, the friends that you bring on and these, mm-hmm. these historians, if you will. And I know you've done an episode about pirate grog and then another uh, drink that was very popular during colonial times, which I yeah. had a little trouble, trouble pronouncing. Syllabub. What was it called? Syllabub. Syllabub, not syllabus, because I know you're a semi-professor. I'm a semi-professor. I'm giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a hard time. Maybe when you're reading your syllabus, you should drink some syllabub. Um, people always ask us, where are you finding these people to interview? Where are you finding your alcoholic experts? You know, so uh, Don Campbell, uh, he's my professor of drinking knowledge. And uh, he, I've known him for 20 plus years. I was actually his boss for a while. And uh, just, just in, 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 his whole family is just incredibly interesting. I, I, he, he jokes, he says, the first time I went into his house, and in fact, the, the Civil War episode, I'm staying in front of his bar. My my comment was, it looked like Indiana Jones threw up all over it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is just wall-to-wall interesting knickknacks everywhere you go. And uh, big history buff. He was a, he's a Civil War actor, and he does all, all sorts of things. And so we went into a, a, an episode called Drinking History on how, you know, how were they drinking during the Civil War? How were the soldiers drinking? He's got some great stories. He comes in full, you know, Union garb. And I, we need to do a series about this. So he comes in and he brings me George Washington's eggnog recipe from Martha Washington's cookbook. And we make that, by the way, watch that episode. That That is the bomb, Mike, I tell you. Um, and it, it it took off. And we did an episode of Syllabub, which I wasn't a fan of it. But evidently it was all the rage. And uh, we just finished one on Pirate Grog and, and, and how that came about in the British and American navies. 
I'm just sitting by the, what, this is a Netflix special. This is, you have to get off of YouTube into Netflix, the documentary. This is like six, eight episodes. I, I would do it about prohibition. You ever done about prohibition alcohol? You know, that's, that's actually a great idea. Um, I, I love that. And the whole bathtub gin. So I, yeah. I hope I didn't sign an NDA, you know, uh, coming in. No, no, no. Podcast. You can take that one for free. I got it. As long <laughs> no, as I, I love that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to think what are the next couple episodes that we're going to do. And, and I, I love that actually. I mean, that'd be so plus the history behind it. And yeah, uh, I what a fantastic. You can also wear like, you know, kind of zippy clothes uh, from. Okay. You know, I, I got, I got the white tie. Yeah. And the black shirt. Yeah. And then maybe you could get your wife to dress up like a flapper and like <laughs> might require some negotiation, but <laughs> good music, some good music. The time. Music, you know, those are the roots of rock and roll. Absolutely. You know, blues. Very nice. Yeah. So cool. I, 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 I don't know if you, during, during the pandemic, I don't know if you all caught a chance of uh, Amy Schumer's cooking show. Well, uh, I mean, I, I didn't watch, actually, no, I think I watched one episode yeah. with, with our kids. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 and there was just something about that. Right. And I, and, and, and I got to give some credit to Amy Schumer that, that kind of style where you have people on that know what the hell they're talking about. And all yeah. you do is, is th they're the straight man and you're yeah. not just being you. Uh, and, and so, you know, it, it's a, it's, I think they're funny. Right. And I, I do try to keep it light, but it's also educational. And, and so there was some inspiration because the family would watch Amy Schumer and that's kind of how we vision this kind of going, but about booze specifically. Mm. <laughs> you know, so I know we spoke a little bit about your kids, but I, I have to ask our listeners, because we don't, we don't show this, the video, um, you have a, a vast array in front of a huge bar. It mm -hmm. looks like you have tons of different bottles. You have drinking mandatory light. You got a, a Walt whiskey sign. Um, I, I mean, what kind of tequila is back there? You got you got everything. It looks like you have. I mean, it's just a, a vast array. How do you how do you choose with such a vast array of choices there? I mean, I would go crazy like again in a candy store. So it, it, I got this started when we moved into this house. I had a bar warming party. Mm, so oh, I invited people, like and 70 people, people bottles. They, they and they brought me bottles. So that was the genesis of, of creating this big bar. This this counter behind me was in the house. The, pre, the previous owner made candles. That's why there's a an oh. oven hood. Above, why would you put an oven hood above a bar? Huh. But um, so uh, great question. A lot of these are gifts. Some of these I do buy. But I've got on your top shelf, I've got your your single malts and your scotches. Yeah. Right there so i've got some of the the uh isla scotches the smoky ones i've got glenmorangie glenfiddich glenlevitt monkey shoulder uh then i got some of your blended scotches yeah then i've got your whiskeys going right. from uh you know your your small yeah, batch maker's mark little maker's mark yeah limited releases down there i've got this one here it was a gift it, it, as a scotch it really sucks or a whiskey derringer yeah. whiskey yeah. but it's got a solid pewter derringer cap if I didn't know Good. the difference, it's very phallic. It looks very phallic. But it looks like it's, it's all made, though. Yeah, it's like a handle. It's, it's, it, like it a... is. It's spectacular, actually. <laughs> Whiskey sucks, but the, the thing is good. Yeah. Then I got your rums yeah. here. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of tiki drinks. Oh, so you go and dark rum. to light. You go dark to light. It's very well organized. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got I've got some overproof. I got uh, I've got your sipping whiskey, your sipping rums, the stuff that you wouldn't mix. I've got rums yeah. that you know, like your your denizens that are really big in, in tiki drinks. I got your vodkas, your gins. By the way, if you're a gin fan, I highly recommend St. Augustine. St. Augustine. Gin from the St. Augustine, Augustine Distillery. Yeah. God, this is good. Not far from you. Right. Mm. Oh, smell that. You can just, just smell just that. Whip. Just a whiff. Man, it's like, whoo. Yeah. So this is homemade gin. Oh. Now, now let, me, let me clarify that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. Because <laughs> I'm going to so, tell, tell you what it's it looks like. looking like gin. <laughs> I do an episode uh, called Homemade Gin, and what you do is you get a bottle of grain alcohol, about 130, 140 proof, yeah. and you add your flavoring to it. Hmm. So if you like heavy botanicals or fruit, so this one has, uh, it has lemon and grapefruit. Uh, it has star anise, juniper, cardamom, pods, black pepper, and you let that steep for a week. And then you filter it, and you've got your homemade flavored gin. I so it sounds like it's like a you can marinate that on a pair of you know a nice little steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's it, and because people you know gins you can the the spectrum is so large, you actually find the flavors you want, and you can make your own. And you get you go to your your regular uh, liquor stores and you pick up a jug of that Everclear stuff or whatever. You yeah. get it for like twenty dollars for like a yeah. five gallon jug. Yeah, and and you can turn out. 
you know, here I probably paid 40 for this. Yeah. You can make four of these for like 30 bucks. Huh. So it's an economical way to do it. Everclear was a party favorite growing yes. up. You would throw that into the punch, mm-hmm. Everclear and punch, and that yeah. would be the life of the party. Right. And no one knew about <laughs> it. It was too late. No one knew about it until yes. the next morning. Well, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why the the, the youngins have created the the uh, boards, the blind yeah. rage or blackout yeah. rage accounts. Yeah. Because they don't they think the wapatuli parties and the jungle juices that we used when we were younger. Yeah. Uh, that's like unhygienic. Yeah, I think I think I think that's where we're immune to a lot of diseases right now. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up in Colorado. They put fluoride in the yeah. water, so no, it wouldn't stop you from getting <laughs> keep you immune from other things. And you, and you coach, you actually—I uh, don't know, I would call it distilling—but you yeah. you crafted your own I did. cinnamon bourbon. I did. I did. I did. Yogi Yogi might be semi-impressed. Yeah. Oh, what, is, what has he got there? That's okay, that? Jin. Oh, I, that's the uh, that it may or may not be store-bought. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, See, yeah, no. So I got. Uh, I learned that you get like uh, it was a bourbon. I went to a restaurant. It was bourbon, cinnamon, and apple, and I Ooh. found some kind of mix online. And I got a bottle of uh, I don't know whatever uh, bourbon mm-hmm. it was. Uh, then I put it in the the cinnamon sticks, and I added uh, a whole bunch of apples, and I let it sit for four weeks. And I brought it out, and it was it was rather tasty. Yeah, there's so many things you can buy staves. Uh, you go to like a distilling store and you could buy staves, which is like charred oak, uh, and and you can make your own. My my buddy yeah. does the same thing. Instead of making gin, he he chars white oak in his oven and puts it in there for a couple of weeks, and it makes an amazing kind of mapley, bacony bourbon flavor. My kids bought me this for oh, Christmas. Oh, look at that! Oh, what a so gift! It oh it yeah, check it out. It says the bar dad on it. It's, oh, it's the bar dad. Yeah, it's, it's, hold that up. That's that's a little barrel. It's like a mini yeah. barrel, but it's a functional barrel. So what you do is yeah. you put your your corn liquor in there, like your Everclear yeah. or whatever, yeah. and you and you, this is a barrel that will age it. Oh my god, that is so cool! Yeah, it is the coolest thing. So I can't wait to use. It says Yogi's Scotch Bar. So your your kids are all in on this. They are, they are, because I think you know you, you the because I I had a, a message of responsibility in, in adulting at a bar. Yeah. I think I think they responded to it right, and and it, it I crack up when they. Hear their friends oh i did this and i did this they're like they're like child you know so <laughs> I, I i hopefully i've by the way my daughter was making mean mai tais i mean original trader vicks mai tai recipes and she's 13. i mean <laughs> that th- she could she could legitimately work her way around a bar but she understands it she she respects it she uh you know they both do and and i think that's what's what's important about this it's because you can go very easily in one or other directions. And, you know, it's about responsibility. It's about, you know, enjoying it, but understanding the limits. And and if you are going to have fun, make sure you've got your proper safety things and, and people in place uh, to make it, uh, you know, a uh, enjoyable experience for everybody. Well, so your kids aren't embarrassed. Like some, you know how sometimes we embarrass our kids by things that we do? Your like, kids- like this podcast. <laughs> like this podcast. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'll ask him after this podcast. Yeah, but I, I will but... tell you a fun, a fun story. My uh, yeah. my daughter up in Chicago was having dinner with a friend from Orlando, and she brought a friend with her. So they're sitting at dinner, and uh, somehow the concept of the bar dad come up, and her friend goes, "Wait, the bar dad, your dad?" <laughs> <laughs> she was fangirling. Over the bar dad. And my daughter was like, oh, my God. She was rolling her eyes going, oh, man. Because, you know, that, that was a great moment, right? So I, I, think, awesome. I think because they have ownership in it, it's not just their Gen X dad doing something stupid. Yeah. You know, they're they're a part of it. And will always be a part of it. Yeah, that's really cool. And that I guess the pandemic is also, uh, as I often refer to it, it was a crisis and lives were lost and it was scared. But uh, even just today, because now it's, three years uh, almost to the day yeah. where life stopped. Yeah. Uh, my wife talked about there was something special about that time with family that uh, we got, our, me and our girls, we got close. We uh, we ended up doing a road trip, like craziest in the middle of the summer. Uh, we were very crazy, but I went through, we actually passed through. I went from New Jersey all the way to where my dad lives in Denver. Uh, but it was just a time of just family and that you just owned it. Now it's like so hard to believe that was three years ago. Uh, so it's funny with the pandemic, actually taught us about family coming together it looks like you took advantage of that situation 
it was a gift that I don't think we'll ever be able to repay, you know, and especially when you have a daughter that was 18 going into college and a daughter that was graduating college and moving to a different city. Yeah. You know, you thought I'm going to be lucky to have two of them in the same room ever again. Yeah. And then to have six or seven months together. Yeah. In the same, you know, not being able to go anywhere. So you <laughs> kind of had to learn to live and with yes, each other. Yes. Uh was 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 pretty was a gift that I don't think we could ever duplicate or repay. Yeah. Yeah. So other than uh turning your daughters into budding mixologists, <laughs> what what are some of the things that you well like like to do with them and maybe still like to do with them? I know they're you know they're off at school and, and living their lives, but uh what what are some of those other things you enjoy doing with your well, daughters? I, I, um, I, I used to be a part-time uh, theater teacher for a middle school and uh, did that for about 10 years and wow. uh, directed, you know, these, these young kids between 11 and 13 and did that for 10 years. And my oldest was with me for all three of her junior, junior high years. And my daughter was with me for one before we transferred schools. Um, and both of them are in the theater business, you know, and, uh, you know, so we have always shared a love of theater. My youngest grew up. I mean, Jesus, she was running spotlights when she was six, you know, uh, in my theater program. So, you know, that's something that we share. Um, I've tried to get both of them to play guitar so we could share that, but, uh, they, they'd spend like, you know, a week or so and I can't play a chord. I'm like, it took me like a year to play this chord. Why are you giving up after three days? So, you know, but we find other things to, uh, engage ourselves, but those, you know, those are, um, two just incredibly strong, dynamic, individual, um, self-reliant women that I'm so proud to have had a, a part in that right now. Good for you. Nice. You know, Yogi, now knowing that he's a theater guy, yeah. you know, we had seen The Play That Goes Wrong. Oh Are you my familiar God. with The Play That Goes Wrong? Love it. Yeah, but they, they have a Netflix series. They've got, yeah. the, oh. Y- Yogi looks kind of like the guy. He looks like the guy, you know, the main character yeah. who uh ah oh, great uh it might when might but who, who claims to be yes. like the thespian yes. of the group and everyone the else is just an amateur yes. everything I think, yeah. I think, uh, yogi should yes. do a local turn oh, at one of God. the orlando theaters for the play that goes wrong <laughs> Thank God. but you know if you've ever done community theater that just that just, that, that that show just warms your heart yes it's, it's hard though yeah. i mean you could tell that they they, they rehearse hard. about being bad and then they... because it's so physically demanding <laughs> yeah the ones on tv that is fantastic uh, this has been really fascinating, Adam. I always love how you find incredible people, uh, and obviously Yogi, uh, as a baseball fan, love your name. Uh, was your was is that who you're named after? The great because Yogi, right? Yogi was from St. Louis, right? Uh, he, Craig, born and raised uh, in St. Louis. So I will tell people it was a college nickname. Oh, okay, uh, and uh, it has nothing to do with baseball or the cartoon character. So it has something else to do with. That we're gonna to have to have a drink over. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good incentive. That's good incentive. Good incentive. Good incentive. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Uh, so, as uh, we had shared prior to starting our recording, is we always like to ask our dad to our gift, which is you've been a fantastic dad, Yogi. I mean, I could sit here all day and talk. What kind of dad advice do you have for our listeners? Wow. Um, you know, we have always tried to raise our girls. Uh, and again, one's nineteen, one's soon to be twenty-four. I think. Um, to be their own person, right? You know, it was it was an unwritten and desire and expectation for all four of us. When they turned sixteen, they got our license and they got a job. That they they looked forward to that. Uh, we encouraged them to look at colleges outside of our house. It hurt, right? But I, I think it added to their resilience. Um, you know, my daughter would call me. She says, I met a friend that's never operated a microwave before. And I, and I, and, 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 and the fact that my daughters are rolling their eyes, I did something right. Right. Um, I played Jimmy Buffett and Beatles in utero with, yes. with headphones. So they were raised right musically. Absolutely. Right? Um, you know, my, my daughter was four years old and they, she could name the four Beatles. Right. Yes. So, you know, I, I, you, you, you can't coddle, you can't, you have, you have, you have to, it's like chess. You have to, you have to manage them five years in advance than you are right now. Right. right? Because the decisions you make now have implications five or so years down the road. Right. And at any given moment, you don't know how you're going to turn out, but five years, you can look back and go, okay, that was, 
that was something that happened that it, this is why you're like this, right? Or, or this is why you get in this direction. And, and, you know, when you send them off to college and you're crying because they didn't look back when they headed yeah. back towards the door, when you were going to your car, you know, you, you, all you have is the knowledge that you raised them right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all you have is the knowledge that you taught them how to be self-reliant and not base your worth on what other people think or what you're doing, mm-hmm. but know that you have value and to make the right decisions. Right. And, you know, like when your daughter calls and she says, yeah, I have this friend, she doesn't make the best decisions. And I'm like, okay, all right. I did something right. You know, you yeah. get these little clues yeah. as you go around, you know, they might not, not necessarily come and say, thank you. Right. But it's okay. Right. Because their actions or their, what yes. they're doing and the values that you see them putting in action, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, you did. Well. You don't have to say thank you, but no, they that, that kind of comment. They're saying, thanks. Good for you, but that was some great dad advice. Oh, I, like, I like the the five year game plan. Right? I mean, that the was five year think ahead. Yeah, and you know, well, now that I've you know got a daughter that's going to college, I know. Sure I'm, you know, You're I think close. back. I think back in the last five years, uh, did I do everything right? You know, that's where that when the famous books uh, was written about uh, whatever the guy was is about. Uh, his daughter was getting ready to go off to college, or yeah. his kid, and he went back inside, started writing down all the things he wanted to make sure that they learned. I forget the uh, the name of the book. It was like an inspirational book, but that's how that idea. No, rich dad, poor dad. No, not rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> no, two kids in college, your poor dad. It's it was, I'll figure years. it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out at the end. I'll be able to let our listeners know. But it, that's how the that's how the book started. Is that the dad panicked? I thought, oh man, oh, you know, did I did I give all the information to, yeah. to my kid? Yeah. And what you're talking about is, did I set my kid? The greatest gift we can have is this gift of independence. And did I do it? So you know, I, I think I think as you get older, there there is a moment in time that it's, it's a bit epiphanal where you start thinking about legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I might I have X number of years left on Earth. What have I done? You know, what have I contributed? Yeah. And again, you might not see it printed in front of you, but you do see yep. seeds of that. And 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 Adam, this might be why and, and Coach, why we're in the education business, right? Yeah. I, I love you know, happiness is planting that seed of a tree whose shade you will never enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that the things that we do or have long term implications, even though we might not be around to see them. Right. But right. just the fact that we know we have that input. Right. Uh, means a lot. Uh, and I think the other piece of advice that I've grown to learn and, and calling about the layers of the onion we peel back as our kids get older is, you know, for, for the dads that are listening, that they have toddlers or, or you know, preschool kids or grade school kids. You think you have time. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to get any of that time back. I. I was in operations for a while, never had holidays, had evenings and weekends I was working, you know, when, when they were younger and you never get it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So make the best of what you got and, you know, make sure you're, you're making those impacts where they know you, 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 even though you know it or not, you're making an impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yogi Mueller. Oh my the God. The bar here Gentlemen, my glass is empty. Sorry. <laughs> Time for a refill or another episode. Hey, bartender. That's right. <laughs> uh, Yogi, again, your your uh, Instagram and your, uh, well, I guess YouTube is, is simply just type in the bar dad, right? And correct. Come That's up correct. With all of your uh, your fancy guests and, uh, and great liquor suggestions. Um, Instagram, it's simply at the bar dad, right? Correct. Any Correct. other social media corridors we should be aware of? Uh, if, if you're looking for some good music, head over on YouTube to Token Fat Guys, which is the name of my band. <laughs> and uh, but uh, no, I, I appreciate and I hope it uh, provides some useful information for you or some, some entertainment, give or take. Hey, I was unquote. entertained, and if I'm entertained, just it's two, well worth. Even if it's just the two of us, <laughs> yeah, give, give struck gold. Yogi, thanks so much for being a guest on Bad to the Dad. Great seeing you again. Uh, it was a wonderful opportunity and experience, gentlemen. I appreciate everything and keep doing the great work that you're doing for dads everywhere. Yeah, you too. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag, too? That is the work of Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website, but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to 
get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So visit Becky's Instagram site at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, www.bermanbranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, want to thank our sponsors. Of course, they are Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman, and Idan Karen of the Stan K Team, Top 1% Realtors in North Jersey, Essex, Morris, and Union Counties. Coach, got to thank Yogi Mueller for joining us. He, of course, is the Bar Dad. Uh, it's a great YouTube channel. You can learn all about the history uh, a lot of alcoholic drinks, but also just have a lot of fun learning how to make certain alcoholic drinks that maybe you've never heard of before. So very entertaining. But one thing I want to kind of hinge on is his his dad vice. Oh my gosh. Um, that whole thing about, you know, planning for the next five, five years. years. If you remember, we had a guest, it was uh, Rabbi Ari Lucas. Yes. And his dad vice was... I think it came from the Talmud or one of the... Something you Jewish. Know, one of the famous Jewish texts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I know is probably on your bookshelf. Right and, over there, yes, the bottom left-hand corner. Yes, next to the uh, <laughs> the Da Vinci Code and some book uh, about the Trump administration. And the uh, Webster Dictionary. Because right. <laughs> you like to burn a mental sweat. But, but he, uh, Rabbi Lucas, said, um, you know, we need to prepare our kids to live without us. Right. Oh, so yeah, let's do what that, yeah. we need to do now yeah. so our kids can go off and be independent and yeah. flourish and find their own way. How so, did you remember that? You... There are certain dad vices yeah. that just, you know, bubble up to yeah. the top of my memory. That one that one really stuck with me, and I'm yeah. sure Yogi's will as well. No, that was... Yeah. Uh, He's an enjoyable guy to hang out with. Oh, my God. Time. I got to tell you that. I, I, He does a live show. You know, he talked about doing a live show. Yeah. I thought, that'd be so cool to do a live bad of the dad show. Yeah. What, what that would be like. Uh, and his bar, for listeners, that was a... That was a legit full bar. Yeah. I mean, there was, what do you mean, 50, 60 bottles there? Easy. At Leasy? Easy. Yeah. Le we didn't even ask if there was beer. It was just all just yeah. spirits. I might be in a fridge below deck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, I did remember the name. I remember I I remember the name oh, the of the book. book. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, the, 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 the book is called Life's Little Instruction Book. Uh -huh. uh, the author uh, is H. Jackson Brown, Jr. Uh, and he had written two other books beforehand. And this was a book he decided to write as his son Adam was getting ready to go to college. Wow! Uh, and so, what uh, he shared conjured up that 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 book, and just I always constantly think about: Am I putting my kids in the best position? Yeah. Am I putting my kids? And it's uh, and the thing is, we don't know. We don't know mm -hmm. if we are. We hope to. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, for Yogi, he's got a couple phone calls back. That's. That said, hey, you know, I have some friends not making smart choices. Oh, and the one who couldn't even operate a microwave. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, at least I got that going for me. Yeah. I, got, I got kids who we're, can make eggs. Yeah, we're doing laundry. Yeah. We're doing eggs. I mean, Bree's the baker. Uh, they can still use the microwave. Right. Uh, but there's just certain things that uh, I do. I want them both to be independent. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, what a great guy. I do want to find out um, how he got the name Yogi. Yeah. Um, I think... He uh, kind of held that close to the he best. Did, he did. He yeah. did. Little, little too close. Yeah. <laughs> A little too close. Well, we can get down to Orlando. We'll hang out with him. Maybe be on an episode of The Bar Dad. How, oh, how much fun would that be? Oh, my be? gosh. And he said, oh, my God, that'd be so I I would love to. And he, he was drinking a nice little little uh, martini. Yeah. It was uh, espresso. It was espresso yeah. martini. Uh, and uh, I think I want to try that uh, that drink from St. Louis. The, uh, the St. Louis bourbon slush. The bourbon slush. I think we can do it. I, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think it's above us, Coach. I know we can. Let's do it. Well, we're going to... Uh, we, can't, we can't do OBX this year. That'd be a great OBX drink. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to do it without you, and I'll do it in. Well, there in, are other in, weekends this summer. We no, go to the no, beach. No, I know that. No, no. Listen, of course, we can. The back of your deck, the fire no, pit. No, no, no. I know that. We can. I mean, that is. Yeah. But I just realized I just had that moment of pain. Yeah, we'll get that. Back I know. I know. Won't be this year, but ah, oh, that used to be our thing. But it was like the thing, been, and but now that's probably when when uh, uh, when Prairie's going to college. When we, it is, but yeah. when we get back there together, okay. think about how enjoyable. I know we're gonna have it. Will be. But I, but I will definitely. Yeah. We'll have to try that next couple. Uh, uh, weekend this summer begins, maybe a Memorial Day. 
I like it. I like it I like too. It. I like yeah. it too. All right. So keep practicing. Keep I'm going to practice. practice. Yeah. I'm going to practice it. Awesome. So I get it down just right. Coach, another great episode. Give me a pound. Thanks so Woo! much. Thank, thanks so much for agreeing to do this again. <laughs> again. We are bad to the dad. Dads, listeners, thanks so much for listening and have a great week.